Lecture topic. Shortcut to the friendship of Allah. An extract from the teaching of a very great personality in his time. Hazrat Dr. Abdul Hay Arifi Rahmatullahi. So he was a homeopathic doctor. He was not uh, formally somebody who, meaning, didn't formally go through the alim course as such as we know it. But with the barakat of the sahabat of Hazrat Ma'ashaf Ali Thanwi Rahmatullahi and the manner in which he dedicated himself towards gaining that connection with Allah Ta'ala he became the sheikh of many many great ulama of their time very great personalities who were internationally renowned great alim they became his murids after the time he was based in Pakistan so one lesson from this is that the importance of being in the company of the Ahlullah it is that companionship when a person with sincerity and genuine talab these are the two essential requirements there's ikhlas and this talab is sadiq true talab then this is what brings that end result so ikhlas and talab mashallah many such people they dedicated themselves and Allah Ta'ala took them to great heights Allah know, alone knows who reach what heights but in the light of the acceptance Allah Ta'ala blessed them with in dunya and the kind of benefit that flowed from them this is a sign that Allah Ta'ala has given them very special acceptance there's one kitab also very widely read and excellent kitab on the seerat of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the sunnat uswai rasul akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he's the author of it very very well accepted kitab so this is the personality now this is one malfuz of his year one saying of his ek dafa haziri ne majlis se farmane lage on one occasion those who were gathered who were present in the majlis he said to them that aap kaha lambe lambe muraqabe aur wazaif karoge main tumhe allah ke qurb ka mukhtasar rasta bata deta hu how long you are going to engage in all these very lengthy muraqabas and all the other various detailed exercises that the mashayikh used to put the muridin through in previous times in previous times there used to be a very detailed process through which people would go through for the purposes of their Islam. So with the passing of time, that himmat, that courage, that kind of dedication, that began to decrease. People no more had that kind of courage. People would go and spend months on end, six months, one year, in a khanqa for the sole purpose of gaining that Islam and Tarbiyat. No other object. Now this is something that we can't even imagine in this time, but it was a common thing those days. 
people spending 40 days and 4 months in the Khanqa was a very standard thing. So in any case, this was the norm at the time. But then as time passed, people's courage began to diminish. Their time also became so occupied. Previously, because they didn't have the technology that could do things fast, things took far longer to do. So as a result, they had more time. Sounds very strange. That they had to do everything manually. They had to take so much of time to get things done. They had to go from place to place to get small things sorted out. There wasn't... If they had to write a letter also, they had to write the letter, take them time. They didn't have any predictive text coming up. So as a result, because of all this happening in this manner, manually and primitive ways of everything happening, the end result of this was that they had more time. And nowadays, mashallah, we have all the technology that does things in a fraction of the time. What took many, many hours previously can get done in now, sometimes in one-tenth of the time. So the end result of this speed of technology and all that is, that while you can get everything done so quickly, the end result is we got no time. What a contradiction of sorts, that they should have had no time. And we should have had ten times the amount of time. Because the technology now has brought everything to happen in one-tenth of the time. Maybe even less. But the ajeeb thing is that we got no time. And mashallah, they had all the time. So something is not right with how we are doing things. Not what they were doing. Something despite all the ease with the technology, despite whatever other things that have become simpler to do, but just somehow the time is not there. So something is wrong with how we are managing our time, or what we are getting involved in, or how despite that work getting done quickly, where is our time disappearing in? So somewhere else, as a result of which we got no time. person doesn't have time for his ma'amulat, doesn't have time for his askar, tilawat, all his ma'amulat in general, doesn't have time to go and be somewhere where he can learn deen for a while, there's no time for anything. And let alone time, which is very important obviously and fundamentally important, time to improve his deen, to take part in the efforts of deen. There's even time now for family life. There's always, everybody is in the same complaint. That there's no time anybody got for anybody else in the home. So something has become seriously wrong with how we are handling things. In any case, that's another subject, but just on this note, that he mentioned that now how long you are going to be going to engage yourself in these lengthy muraqabas and these lengthy wazaif to get the special connection with Allah Ta'ala. So he said, look, I'm telling you something which is a shortcut. I'm going to teach you something which is a shortcut to get to Allah Ta'ala. This is a shortcut that everybody is looking for all the time. Anything that shows us the shortcut, we are ready for it. Because we are not prepared to do something that is going to require a little bit more work, more effort. So the Mashaikh Allah Ta'ala inspired their hearts also to show us a way as well. That despite this being actually our laziness, but they accommodated our laziness also. That look, even with that laziness to do something and get there. 
that if somebody has now, let alone the prepared the food, that even almost tenderized it now, so that you don't even have to chew it. You can swallow it just without any difficulty. They've prepared it in a soup kind of format that everything will come in one go. Now despite that, if somebody doesn't have it, somebody still neglects it, so then obviously the deprivation is ours, we are the ones that lose out. So after having made it so simple for us, then we should not allow it to just bypass us, we should take the full benefits. So he states here that Allah Ta'ala ke qurb ka mukhtasar rasta bataye deta ho. I'm going to explain to you a shortcut to get to Allah Ta'ala. Kuch din kar lo, phir dekho kya hota hai. says do it for some time. For a few days, practice on this thing diligently. Often we want first to see some results, then we start doing it. How can that happen? person didn't start doing something, where is going to get results from? Oh, if we just started doing something, the person now built a foundation, he wants to live inside the house. So it's going to take time, he still has to raise the walls, still has to put the roof, still has to, but the foundation takes a long time sometimes, there's a lot of effort in the foundation. But then when he's done the foundation, very quickly other things start falling into place. But now we barely just didn't even get the foundation half done. We want to start living in the place that I can't get the comfort now, it's so hot, I'm burning still in the heat, and I'm getting soaked in the rain. But now take that little bit extra effort and still complete it. So this is the plea that he's making, that kuch din to karke dekh lo, ke kya hota hai. Qurb ki manzile keise te hoti hai. How you then traverse this path and gain the higher stages, then you'll see for yourself. Now, we are talking about getting to such a major destination. We want the closeness of Allah Ta'ala. That's our destination. The muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. So the destination is such a great thing. And now we are looking for a shortcut. That shortcut also is being provided. But now, that shortcut also, what could that shortcut be? Because... After all, it's still nevertheless a road to get to such a great end point. So now sometimes there's a long cut, which may be several thousand kilometers. There might be a short cut, which might be 1,000 kilometers. So the 1,000 kilometers too is much shorter, but nevertheless 1,000 kilometers. So it's also a journey. There's also work involved. There's time involved. But subhanallah... This journey has been made so simple that there is no, no way to describe the ease of the shortcut. So this is the point that is being driven in for myself and all of us, that when something has been made so simple and we still then don't benefit from it, we are the losers only. So. What are the things, what is the shortcut all about? So the first thing that he says is, Allah Paak se chupke chupke baate karne ki aadat dalo. Train yourself, make the habit of talking to Allah Ta'ala secretly within yourself. Within your heart, within yourself, form this habit of talking to Allah Ta'ala. Talking to Allah Ta'ala, what does this mean? Now one example of this. 
how to keep talking to Allah Ta'ala. Any permissible thing that you do, obviously anything impermissible is already impermissible, there's no question about getting into any such thing, it's totally out. But any permissible work, so it's not something confined to any thing that we, we describe as a dini work in terms of now a person is going to be performing salah or is going to be making some tilawat. That is obviously of a very high, even general day-to-day work. He's, somebody is doing some chore in the house or somebody is doing something in his business or somebody is there some job in, that he has to undertake. So whatever permissible work you do, then there's four things to say in your heart. Dil me kaha karo. So to talk to Allah Ta'ala now. So the person now is going to be undertaking some task. He's going to do something, some simple thing, whatever it might be. He's going to be writing some note. Now what's writing one note now, one small five line note he's going to write to somebody, send one message to someone, whatever the case is. Now who thinks about talking to Allah Ta'ala before this note? So now he's giving us this lesson. That no matter what it might be, how small that work might be, but say four things to Allah Ta'ala. So now before the person picks that pen, and well nowadays there's no more, hardly ever any pen in the process, so before he starts pressing those, starts typing something, so now to say four things to Allah Ta'ala. Number one, is kaam me meri madad farma. Ya Allah, you help me in this. Number one, Ya Allah, you help me in this. Number two, you make it easy. Mere liye asan farma dijiye. Make it easy for me. You help me? Make it easy. Aafiyat ke saad paayaye takmeel tak pahunchaye. Allah enable it to get co- reach completion with aafiyat. Sometimes the smallest things just don't get done. Person starts it off. He hasn't gone halfway. Something else came in between. Got left. Then he forgot where he started off and where he was supposed to reach. Just doesn't happen. Allah, you enable it to reach completion with afiyat. And number four, apni bargah mein kabul farmale. Now, whatever it might be, Allah, you accept it. Now, how long it took to take to say these four things? Allah, you help me to do it, make it easy, and enable me to complete it with afiyat. Allah, you accept it. It didn't even take 15 seconds. But now, during the course of the day, if he made this his habit, that every time he's going to do something, he's going to say these four lines. Not even four lines as such. You can call it almost words. Such short statements. That it's not even that line now, my uh, thought in our mind comes like a full lengthy line. It's not even a quarter line. So now these four lines, now person in the course of the day, they were maybe one dozen things, one dozen is sometimes in one hour only. During the course of the day, maybe sometimes hundreds of things that he's going to do. So those hundreds of things, even if half the time, for 50 times, he said this, in 50, on 50 occasions, he has been building his contact with Allah Ta'ala. It's such simple things. That is where sometimes we get deceived. That the simple things sound too simple for us. So therefore this can't be effective. This can't take me to where I want to get to. I have out to reach the sky. This won't even pick me up from the earth. That's our thinking. But we are talking about the advices of people who not only went through the whole process themselves, 
they even took many, many people through the process. And after years and years of experience, and Allah Ta'ala inspires their hearts with the prescriptions that are suitable for the time and place. And for the kind of people. So these are things that get inspired on their hearts. But now this is that same, that mosul has been, all the food prepared, the mosul was put together, it was even, make this, describe it, somebody chewed it also. And now you see, you just digest it, just follow it and digest it. So this is the very simple prescription. These things are not, just by the way, very, very deep. Because after all, what does this do? When a person is repeatedly talking to Allah Ta'ala, now that work gets done, it builds his yaqeen in Allah Ta'ala. Otherwise, Allah Ta'ala still grants his help. But now when he didn't engage in this manner, rather than making shukr to Allah Ta'ala for what Allah Ta'ala made easy for him, he starts attributing it to himself. And he starts boasting about it too. See how I got it done. See, you all couldn't get it done. Next time, first come ask me. So now, he starts gloating and getting bloated over something that Allah Ta'ala blessed him with because he didn't build his own contact with Allah Ta'ala getting it done. So now from way to way, how far behind he's fallen. And the person who did this, now when it got done, it increased his shukar also. Allah is purely your grace. person like me, so far, so sinful, so filthy and dirty, Allah, in such simple words, I asked, made some dua to you and you accepted it already. It builds his contact and taluk with Allah Ta'ala further. And when he is now starting off on this point, these are very serious maladies. Maladies of the heart in terms of pride, boasting, vanity, thinking great about oneself, attributing things to oneself, thinking is my achievement. The Sahaba did such great feats they accomplished. But look at the ahadith and you'll find repeatedly. They're coming to give Nabiya Kareem the update. Went and put themselves in the lion's den to go and take care of somebody who was now a very great harm and a very big problem to deen and Islam and causing untold taklif to Nabiya Kareem Going into a fort, Muhammad ibn Masnama right into the very, very ajeeb way in how he planned it and how he disguised himself, how he went right into a secure fort, alone, and right into this person's room, which was heavily guarded, and went and finished him off, and came out safely as well, and then comes and gives the glad tidings to Nabiya Kareem Wasallam. Allah Ta'ala has killed his enemy. This was spontaneous in them. And this is not only one, one incident. This is everywhere you'll find this filled in the ahadith. After the Sahaba having done some major feats. Really put their lives at risk. And things which whole armies today won't get done. Single handedly the person goes and gets it done. But then the word, the statement that comes out of him. What's in the heart? The heart was filled with this yaqeen. The heart was filled with this taluk with Allah Ta'ala. And then I am nobody, I am nothing. The pen, a beautiful article written, the pen starts boasting about it. See this article, I wrote. If the pen could speak, and if it had a voice, and it started boasting, 
Say, somebody hears it, they laugh at it. What you wrote? Okay, you are sitting there alone now, right? Without the hand of the writer, what can you write? You both say, okay, you were in between, but you were in between, but what you wrote? You wrote nothing. If you could write on your own, then write now. See, the pen could boast, and if somebody had to hear it boasting, then it will be a big joke. But we, who are just mere means, that Allah Ta'ala makes out of His grace, makes us do things, but we become more foolish than that pen, we want to now bloat and bloat over these things and claim it as ours. What is ours? So this is that very, now on the one side, this sounds like something very, very ordinary. Okay, make this like dua, because dua has become such an ordinary thing for us. After salah, we just raise our hands, we just repeat some du'as without realizing what we just read. Our mind is not there. At other times, we just, just some du'a, that's it. So du'a has become such an ordinary thing for us. Whereas du'a is mukhul ibadah. It is the essence of ibadah. And du'a is to be made very, very dedicatedly, very deeply. So now this too is du'a, is talking to Allah Ta'ala, in reality is du'a. Now, because dua has become such an ordinary thing for us, so this too is an ordinary thing. Whereas, apart from it being dua, which is mukhul ibadah, it is chopping at the very roots of so many serious maladies. It's cutting that ujb at the root, that vanity and that pride that can come, cutting it at the root. Because I, what did I do? I turned and asked Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala made it easy. But apart from that very great bounty in this and that very great benefit in it that is cutting the root of these major diseases of the heart it's building a taluk with Allah Ta'ala it's now 50 times in the day the person repeated this initially many of these things just go on as words many things person now some muraqabas that are taught to us now to eliminate the pride and develop this humility and tawazu Muraqaba daily says, I remind myself and the lowest of every Muslim every Muslim is better than me and as a possibility in the future even every non-Muslim as a possibility he is also better than me because I don't have any idea about the future Allah knows best, he could tomorrow accept Islam, he could enter into deen and where he would reach I got no idea and Allah forbid, Allah forbid, we have no idea about our own future. That Allah save us, we slip somewhere and where we can fall. So now, person is making this muraqaba and he's repeating this to himself in his heart. Initially, it's just some words. Initially, it's something that doesn't seem to have any meaning to him. Because he can't seem to figure out, do I really think so? Do I really believe this? I'm sure I'm better than so many people. Now, that's his heart telling him still. He's saying with his tongue or within himself, he's saying, I'm the lowest of everybody, but he knows somewhere that I don't think so. That's what he's saying to himself, because still that dirt is there. But when this continues and goes on, gradually it will start becoming a conviction of the heart. First it will be just on the surface of the heart. As he keeps repeating it, and in a dedicated manner makes his muraqaba, gradually the heart will absorb this. And then it won't just be words. But then it will become a conviction. It will become a reality within him. So likewise, initially this will be just 
saying it, going on. But gradually he'll start becoming more conscious about what he's saying. And he'll be realizing, I'm asking Allah Ta'ala. I'm not just saying some words. I'm not just rattling off something like what Wazifa now. No, this is something that is very fundamentally important to build this connection with Allah Ta'ala. Now when this connection builds up, as now the more he's talking to Allah Ta'ala, this is talking to Allah Ta'ala in this sense. A person has a conversation with somebody every day, morning, afternoon, evening, he's talking to him five minutes, ten minutes, come out of the masjid, they're having a few words, whoever, gradually they become very good friends, because they're talking so much to each other. And a person keeps talking to Allah Ta'ala, won't he get close to Allah Ta'ala? And won't the friendship of Allah Ta'ala come to him? Now this is a shortcut to wilayah. And without this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala developing, without this qurb and closeness to Allah Ta'ala, neither can a person fulfill the commands of Allah Ta'ala correctly and properly. Sometimes he's not even fulfilling the quantity. And if the quantity is getting done, the five salah is in place, a few other things, the quantity is happening, the quality too will be a slapdash quality. Without the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, to improve that quality is a very, very difficult thing. It'll be just to get done with it. Uh, to stay out of trouble. So just to get done with it quickly, whatever, release the minimum. There are two separate issues. One is the azmat of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala's greatness. Allah Ta'ala is the khaliq. He is the all-powerful and almighty. And Allah is the one who has created us. We owe everything to Allah Ta'ala. So the right of the azmat of Allah Ta'ala, this will make one fulfill the faraiz, the obligations of deen. After Allah is my creator, Allah Ta'ala is almighty, Allah Ta'ala is all powerful, I have to submit myself to him. So therefore this will bring a person onto the faraiz. And then what goes along with it, the wajibat, sunnat and you complete that, inshallah. And if there's some deficiency in that azmat of Allah in his heart, then even that will get neglected. If that too is deficient, then salah with jama'ah happens, don't happen, no big deal. And they sometimes become qaza, but then he made the qaza, he'll feel like he did a great thing. Whereas that qaza is such a serious matter, it requires sincere tawbah, because it's a very serious matter. Though that salah was then made up later, it's still a very major sin to have missed it in its correct time. But he will feel very comfortable, I made the qaza. It won't cross his mind also, what a major sin I've committed, gunai kabira. I have to make tawbah from this. But now any case, if this azmat of Allah Ta'ala is deficient, even the faraiz, wajibat will get neglected. sunnat e will go first. I say, but I'm completing the farz. And this sunnat e which is the protection and the guard around the faraiz, and that has been omitted, and the farz is in great risk. It's not, doesn't take much to then slip up in neglecting the faraiz as well. So sometimes the mind just plays all these games with us, nafs and shaitan, puts all these vaswasas, you completely the first, that's the main thing. But this is the protein, this is mu'akkad, the mu'akkada, the emphasized sunnah, there's no point in, no, no question of leaving it out. So in any case now, this is one part of it. The 
azmat of Allah Ta'ala, if that is in place, then it will get a person onto the fulfilling of the faraiz, wajibat, sunnat muqadda and he'll get him, inshallah, he'll stay away from haram. Clear-cut haram, he'll stay away from it. Makruh tahrimi also maybe, inshallah, he'll stay away. But more than that, more than that is very, very difficult, unless there is also with azmat, there is muhabbat. Muhabbat will drive a person forward for the nawafil as well. He'll become conscious about the mustahabbat. Because mustahab, comes from hub, from love. The one who continues increasing the mustahabbat will become the beloved of Allah Ta'ala. He will be very conscious of makruh tanzihi as well. Why? Because I can't afford to jeopardize this love, this muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. It's muhabbat that will drive him to make more amal, to be making tilawat of the Quran Sharif, and not just, well, okay, this much I have already earmarked now, Quarter para is done for the day. I got more time today, but I've done my duty. No, the muhabbat will drive him to do the best he can, and there's more, more than whatever he can. That's the muhabbat of Allah Taala. Therefore, the azmat of Allah is required, and together with that, the muhabbat of Allah Taala is essential also. And this is one of the very effective means of developing that qurb, which then translates itself into the muhabbat of Allah Taala. This creates this muhabbat. Outwardly, it sounds like such a simple thing, such an ordinary thing, but the effects are very deep if done correctly and done consistently. Again, the press button era that we live in, we did it once, now we're waiting for the end result. No, there's a process now, we build it up, the foundation doesn't get laid in one day, there's so much of work goes behind it, digging the trenches and then whatnot goes, eventually then the foundation gets laid, that too is not the house. That is still the foundation. And there is still so much work to do, to do before one can make it a comfortable home. So likewise is this that a person needs to constantly make an effort on it and inshallah you will see the benefit of it. There four mukhtasar jumle hai, magar din mein senkro dafa Allah ki taraf ruju ho jayega. Aur yehi mu'min ka matloob hai. Iska ta'alluk har wakt Allah se qaim rahe. This is the, these are four very short statements. Very short lines. But in a day, hundreds of times there are opportunities to say this. And when we read it, I said 15 seconds, I don't think it took 10 seconds though. But now that 10 seconds, it just requires some attention. To take advantage of that, of this great wealth. It takes a little bit of attention to be just conscious. Otherwise the whole day will pass, the end of the day maybe you will remember, I was supposed to do this. Then the next day the same cycle. It requires that ihtimam, when a person is eager about something, he understands the value of something, then he doesn't forget. When he is genuinely enthusiastic to gain something, eager about something, and he knows it's a very great thing, then he doesn't forget. People don't forget small small things also when they see some benefit in it. Thereafter he gives a second advice. So this was one advice. So just to recap that, that this is the shortcut to vilayat. Now this doesn't mean in any way that a person starts neglecting the necessary and fundamental aspects of deen. As mentioned just now, 
That is the taqaza and the demand of the azmat of Allah Ta'ala. There is no compromise on the faraiz, on the wajibat, in getting into haram. That goes without saying. But now we want to get beyond that. We want to gain the closeness of Allah Ta'ala. We want to gain this wilayat. Become the friends of Allah Ta'ala. Now what is simple prescription? Now obviously that wilayat, this house cannot be built on just shifting sand. On the sea sand now a person wants to build a structure just on the shifting sand. It never stands there. So the foundation is the farai, is the wajibat, the sunnat makkada. Bringing the walls up is part of it as well. But in any case, now this is to get closer to Allah Ta'ala, but what is simple prescription? Now when this has developed that mahabbat, when that mahabbat has come into the heart, now the other things that we were looking at in a very, in a way that I can't manage this, this is very difficult. This requires too much of effort. That will become very simple to do. That will become very easy. One business person, which I just heard about a few days ago, who's a person, he also has his things to do, whatever, but he has started now gradually building up, building up. I says, Alhamdulillah, every day, we can paras tilawat. Every day, can paras tilawat. But now, we are scratching our heads now, how can this be possible? But when something is built on and worked for, then it not just becomes easy, becomes a pleasure. So, this is one simple prescription, mashallah, what he has given us. Then a second prescription in this. He says, Hazrat Wala, alayhi rahman hai, Hazrat rahmatullah alayhi, ne char a'amal ko poore tariq wa suluk ka khulasa karar diya hai. There are four a'amal, which are the essence of the sawwuf. These four things are the essence of the sawwuf. So in other words, if a person has got a grip on these four things, then the road is wide open for you. What are these four things? Sabr, shukr, istighfar, or isti'aza. Sabr, shukr, istighfar, or isti'aza. In other words, hold on to these four things. Again, as we will just understand, inshallah, just now, these are the simplest of amal to do. Very, very simple. Very easy. In fact, no effort involved. It's just a consciousness of the heart and how we apply ourselves into it. Yes, there are certain things that take a little bit more courage from within, but really there's no external effort. Yes, there's an internal effort. So now these four things, sabr, shukr, istighfar, or isti'adha. Then he goes on further to explain this. فرمایا کہ زمانہ حال میں کوئی بات ناگوار پیش آ رہی ہے یا پسند In any given moment, right now, in this moment in time, and likewise every moment in time, it will be either that the situation is something that we deem to be positive, or something that we feel is negative. If he's in some pain, so in that moment in time, that is a negative situation for him because it's pain. And if it is something that the pain now disappeared and he's feeling relaxed and comfortable, that has become a positive moment. He earned something. In that moment that he earned something was a positive moment for him. 
Now he suddenly realized he lost his wallet, something happened, whatever. That's a negative moment. So every moment cannot be a third kind of situation. It's either one of the two. Either a positive moment or a negative moment. So if it is a positive moment, to nagawar baat par sabar or pasandida baat par shukar ki adat dalo. If it is something that's positive, then make the habit of expressing shukar. And if something on the negative side, make the habit of expressing sabar. One is adopting the sabar from Muslim, but together with that, expressing the sabar. Expressing the sabar consciously, inna lillah wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. This is the prescription in the Quran Sharif and what Allah Ta'ala praises the Sabirin for. That the Sabirin, الَّذِينَ إِذَا أَصَابَتُمْ مُصِيبَةٌ قَالُوا إِنَّا لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّا إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ That these are the people of true patience. That they turn to Allah Ta'ala. So now that expression of sabr is inna lillah. So consciously to express that sabr. And then if it's a positive moment, to express that shukr, alhamdulillah. If a person, now these are ibadats, very great ibadat. Shukr is an ibadat of the batin. And sabr likewise is an ibadat of the batin. So now when he's engaged, every now and again, every, because any moment is one of the two. So every now and again he's expressing that shukr, or he's expressing that sabr, so he's constantly engaged in this ibadat of the batin. And the batin is the king. So now when this batin is engaged in ibadat, and the batin becomes accustomed to this ibadat, then it's not going to be long before the zahir also is going to conform to the dictates of the batin. And the zahir also will be subjugated in ibadat. So outwardly these are things which sound like very ordinary. How can this be so effective? But it goes to the very root of it. What is the root? And this when it flourishes, then everything flourishes. So these are the two things. Sabr and shukar. Expressing that shukar. And really we think about it. During the course of the day, there might be one or two things, three, four things maximum, ten things sometimes, that were something negative. But for every one thing that was negative, there are sometimes hundred and one positives. Neither did we express sabr on that negative, and that hundred and one positives we didn't express sugar one time. So now when this becomes a situation that we neglect that sugar, so what becomes the, there's no vacuum, there's no vacuum, that is neither the day or night, can't happen like that. If shukar goes away, if shukar is lost, then complaints will be the order of the day. Now there are 101 things to make shukar for, but not one bit of shukar will come out. But the complaints will be non-stop. But if you count now in that day, how many negatives, how many challenges, how many difficulties, and sometimes it seems like the whole day went only in some challenge. But that's a deception that nafs puts us into in the midst of all those challenges, there were not 101, not 1001, countless and one number of positives that we enjoyed all the time. But because of that some negative, person just gets so absorbed in that, the example that often is given, 
that sometimes a person has an ache in his toe. So now that one toe is paining, maybe the small last toe to the smallest toe is paining. He becomes so absorbed in that pain of that toe, that the whole day now he's only complaining about it. But from head to toe he was well, apart from that one short, one little bit in the small toe, that he forgot to make sugar one time in the whole day also he didn't make. From head to toe he's drenched in Allah Ta'ala's ni'mats. So now that, that what pain is feeling, is feeling pain. That too is something to make sabar on, ask Allah Ta'ala's help. That too will take him closer to Allah Ta'ala. But make sugar simultaneously also. Fine. The, there have been many, many instances where people were in many difficulties, but they would never express it. In the lives of the Ahlullah you'll find this. Now it doesn't mean a person now is sick, there's some severe pain, so now it's impermissible to say that this is what's happening to me. One is to say it out of expressing what is a fact, what is a, something that's happening at that moment in time. And the other is to say something in a manner of a complaint. There are two different things. Now, first, when something is paining, people can see now he's suffering. Stamdi now, they want to help him out. What's going on? So everything is fine. So now they call the doctor for him. So the doctor asks him, what's paining? Where is paining? He said, no, no, no problem. Everything is fine. So how do you want to treat him? So he has to express now that where he's feeling the pain, what's going on, so that he can be treated. That's not now a complaint. That is expressing what is happening. But to say it as a complaint, now why is all this happening to me only? Why nobody else? Why didn't go somewhere else? That's now complaining to Allah Ta'ala. Complaining about Allah Ta'ala now. So yes, we are weak. We have all our weaknesses, our emotions. We feel that pain, we feel that grief, but we have no complaint at any time about the decree of Allah Ta'ala. Allah's hikmat, we cannot fathom, we cannot understand, we submit to it. But when we submit to it correctly, and at the same time we don't forget shukr, for all the other countless benefits and bounties we enjoy, then we'll become positive. And when a person learns to become positive, then many, many big things look small. On this, this aspect of positive thinking, something just comes to mind, which was just discussed one of the days. Qazi Shurey, very great personality, he was appointed as a Qazi in the time of Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala. And there were thousands of Sahaba present already, still present. And he was appointed on this post of Qaza. So we can get an idea of the caliber of the person. So he says, any difficulty comes upon me. Now we're talking about difficulty. Any difficulty comes upon me, I make sugar four times. I make four sugar upon every difficulty. So now we're talking about making sabr on the difficulty and sugar on the na'mat. He's talking about sugar in every difficulty. And not once, four times. So now where does this fit in? How can fire be cool? So now they found coolness in the fire too. So it says number one, the sugar. The sugar that this could have been worse. Allah Ta'ala saved it from being worse. This is a small fraction of what could have happened to me. What could have been the case. And people had experienced many, many times worse than me. 
So shukar of that, that it wasn't worse than what it, what happened to me. What, what situation I work in. If I was in some difficulty, but there was so much of support as well. If I was feeling some pain, some, the medicine was available too. I could go and visit a doctor. There are people lying somewhere where they can't even do anything about it. So now it could have been far worse. So I make shukar on that. It wasn't worse than what it is. Number two, whatever it was, Alhamdulillah, that Allah Ta'ala enabled me to make sabr on it. What does sabr mean? That I don't feel pain? I don't feel grief? No, that's not sabr. That doesn't what sabr means. Sabr is that a person doesn't say or do anything against the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala in that musibah. He doesn't make any statement or do anything or cross the lines of Shariat in any way because of that. That is sabr. That he is feeling grief, whatever, but he is submitting himself to Allah Ta'ala. Number three, so I make shukar on that sabr also. Number three, I gain the topic of expressing that sabr. Inna lillah wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. So I then make shukar on that tawfiq that Allah Ta'ala allowed me to express that sabr. And then number four, this musibat and this bala came in my dunya. Had it come in my deen, what would have been my case? I make shukar Allah Ta'ala saved it from coming onto my deen. It came on my dunya. Dunya is a thing that comes and goes. So Allah Ta'ala saved it from coming on. I make shukar on that as well. Subhanallah. He found out, when a person thinks positively, he'll find positives in every difficulty as well. And if a person has become a negative, he's got a negative mind, he starts thinking negatively all the time, he'll find something negative in every positive. And that's what will absorb him. Something negative in every positive. Somebody sent him a nice, beautiful gift. He said, but they put in such a cheap gift bag and such a so now his whole mind went in the gift bag which previously was just one cover, it was torn up. So now this person sent it in this kind of subhanallah. Now that becomes the a person now that whole meal was presented to him so nicely, some one small dot something didn't work out as per his how he wanted it. His whole mind is gone into that and now he's bringing the roof down rather than being grateful for all the effort that was taken in preparing that meal, in presenting it to him. How much of time and effort went into it? He forgot all that. Nothing. One small thing on the corner, now that became the biggest problem. Why? Because of this negativity. A negative mind only sees the negative things. And the positive mind will find a positive in every negative, negative situation as well. Allah Ta'ala give us a topic. Inshallah, Allah give topic. We'll continue with this on another occasion. Allah Ta'ala grant us the reality of these messages and lessons and make us among His true and pious servants. اللہ تعالیٰ نے کہا سمنگا مقربین عند اولیاء متقین وآخر دعوانا الحمدللہ رب العالمین انشاءاللہ افتر مغرب صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم ذکر الدعا